Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Imagine a year where this shit is on the fly, Sonny. No. The movie's hip to the heart. No, we're not doing... No. It's killing it, my dog. No. But what year is that, Zach? <laughs> no, he's going to keep that. Oh, no. <laughs> we can redo it. The year is 2001. One, 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 one. Welcome to Hibbity Hibbity Oldie to the Giddity Goody. The Giddity? I, I don't you know. You could have said Goldie there. I feel like that would have worked. Hibbity Hibbity to the Goldie Woldie. Goldie Woldie to the Goldie Goody. What's shizzling, brother homie G? Oh, we're going to light up a fat one of grass and we're going to bloody get into the wash. Uh, it's the podcast. <laughs> by that you mean is go outside and mow the lawns and yes. do our laundry then hell yeah <laughs> and then yeah. get rained on as well because we're gonna get hell yeah high and by high i mean go overseas in a plane yeah oh i did that yeah you did do that we're hot boxing and by hot boxing i mean the fans are off and it's fucking hot in melbourne <laughs> <laughs> wow wow there's a lot of there's a lot of things that you are analogizing today um yeah no it is very boiling it's gone from hailing mm. to uh, hot very warm this is yeah oldie but a goodie where, where we watch movies from 2001 in the order they came out in uh my name is sandro your name is zach and this week you chose a movie purely based off dr dre and snoop dog being in it yeah which is also why this movie was made purely because of that yeah Hey, at least it had a vibe, though. You can't say this movie didn't have a vibe. I didn't mind it. Yeah. So here's my thing, and I'm interested to get your take. Okay. I feel like Police Academy has ruined me for bad comedies. Because the Police Academy movies are so awful and unfunny (laughs) that a movie like this, which is the same format as Police Academy, also not very funny, but not unfunny like Police Academy, kind of tricks me into thinking, hey, this wasn't too bad. Whereas I think if I had watched this before we started the podcast. Oh, I see. I see. What you're saying is because the Police Academies were so dog doo-doo, so unbelievable. I'm going to say shit. Oh, my. Pardon your French, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know that some of the reviews I put down swear in them, so (laughs) might as well get that out of the way. This is an explicit episode. I've got (laughs) quotes based off. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the quotes... I got the shit, and now I got sore balls. <laughs> Direct yeah, quote. Direct quote from the movie. <laughs> so, you know, it's got to be a good one. But, like, I agree, Police Academy did a number on us. And um, I enjoyed this more than, I think, the last three. 
Yeah, I mean, I definitely enjoyed this more than a lot of the comedies we've done this year full stop, mm. to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I, I Look, I enjoyed this one for what it was. It yeah. wasn't great. It didn't really do anything, the whole movie. It's a stoner hangout movie, isn't it? I yeah. think that's what this is, but it's not stonery enough to be a stoner hangout movie. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. <laughs> um, if, <laughs> I didn't know. There wasn't really anything that happened during this movie, which is kind of funny, but um, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Like... I enjoyed the dynamic, the whole, like, conflict that went nowhere. Yep. The kidnapping that had no thing. That was fun. That was a fun half hour worth of plot. Eminem was in this movie. Yeah, uncredited Eminem being amazing. Yeah. Fucking unhinged. <laughs> I wish I knew this movie existed purely because of what he does in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, what? I, I just didn't expect him to be in this movie. Yeah, lots of cameos. Nowadays, you'd have to pay, like, an arm and a leg. An army and a leggy. Yeah, well, this is, like... This feels very 90s in that it's yeah. musicians trying to make a movie. And not like, oh, Harry Styles is in a new drama. Not that sort of, like, musicians trying to make a movie. Like, musicians trying to make a movie... That's them basically living out their music videos. Yeah, yeah, Which is kind of what this is. Except for the fact, Zach, in this movie, on the radio, they play songs by Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. Yeah! And in the car listening to it is the characters played by Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. What what was that about? Well, I mean, first off, what did you expect? They they were gonna play. <laughs> they were gonna they were gonna play their own fucking music. They, they were, were gonna. This is this is just a glorified advertisement at this point. It's just an hour and a half of advertising their tracks. Yeah. But also, I swear we've watched movies where this has happened before, right? Where like. It confirmed the existence of the celebrity and the actor yep. and the celebrity playing the yep. character. Yep. Like, we've definitely had that before. And it, I think it's just a case of doppelgangers. Oh, once again. Yeah. Right. Because they say there's one person that looks exactly like you, right? Somewhere out there, right? It just so happens that Dr. Dre's lookalike and Snoop Dogg's Snoop Dogg's lookalike. lookalike and Eminem's lookalike. Oh, he, and yeah. Ludacris's lookalike. And yeah. Exhibit's lo- uh, lookalike. Yeah. And Shaq's lookalike, even. Oh, um. yeah, Shaq was in this movie. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know I wrote down Shaq Dog. It was... I And I think the reason I enjoyed it as well is because, like, I g- grew up on all of these people's music. So just seeing them all in a movie together, I was like, fuck yeah, this is great. <laughs> yeah, it's what made this movie more enjoyable was seeing these now huge people in these very small roles. Well, they were huge at the time. I mean, Dr. Dre was still at the peak. Snoop Dogg was at his peak. Eminem was almost there. Like, they were all really famous, but this movie didn't cost much at all. So I don't know what it is. I think it's just friends trying to make a movie. (laughs) I think that's what this is. Yeah, again, sorry, it's not the roles that are small, it's the movie that's small. Seeing them in such a small movie. It's not like Ice Cube in XXX2 or whatever. It's not like a rap, like Ice Cube in fucking Ghosts of Mars that we did this year. Yeah, yeah, That's probably why he's not in this, because he did that. He was, yeah, too busy, um... 
ruining my life. <laughs> yeah, that was a terrible film. <laughs> a lot worse than this one. Well, uh, to jump into uh, our review of The Wash, uh, I, I've got to mention an email that we got from Aaron. Aaron sent us an email. Whoa, Aaron? Aaron, oldiebuddygoodypod at gmail.com. Aaron says, what's up? My name's Aaron. I made that up. Oh, thank you. That part that I... Because, like, no, no one does that. Unless you're applying for a job, no one does that. You know what I mean? Ah, yeah, that's it's true. fucking weird. I write that all the time. I go, what's up? It's your boy. Homie G, Zach. You do that every time you message me, and it's very... I'm yes. just like... Because it takes up the entire message preview I get on my phone. It's like, yeah. what's up? It's me, Zach. It's your boy, Zachy, Yeah, Zach, well, at Zach. this point, it's just, uh, it's just like, you know... A hand motion, a uh, muscle memory to just copy-paste that. <laughs> yeah, you copy-paste it in all your... Mem- it's constantly copied on your phone, so you can easily paste it to all your friends. Yeah, 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 it's ready to go. It's like email signatures, you know? I thought they were going to go real far, so I put it on everything as preemptive, and now I can't stop. I have a problem. You're addicted. Yeah, it's the only yeah. bit of social media that you've stuck with is that fucking pre-signature shit that you've been on. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, Aaron says, I had a question. 2001 has been very fun to listen to you two talk about. Ooh. Are you going to do the 2000s again next year, or are you not? Hey, okay, now we're getting somewhere. That's the actual email. Yeah, I was about to say, is that what Aaron actually said? That's Good what Lord. Aaron actually said. Well, uh, it is getting to that point of the year. We're halfway through November. We're close to December, which is when we reveal what we're doing next year. Oh my goodness. Are you saying we can reveal what, what we have in store, or are we just going to give hints? We can give hints. Let's drop a cryptic hint every week until the start of December. We're not fucking doing the 2000s again. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> Yeah. How's that for a cryptic hint? <laughs> That's the first hint. Ooh, cryptic. <laughs> Fuck that shit. We might return to the 2000s the year after next, but I I need a break. <laughs> uh, you definitely need a break. Oh my god. I returned to my old favourites, and it turns out... <laughs> They aged just as well as I thought they were. Let's go back to the 80s, where it's either stuff that is genuinely classic, or everyone's forgotten about the other shit, and we don't have no expectations. The problem is, we've seen all the, like, good movies, or the good movies are still too relevant. Mm. Like Harry Potter... Everybody's see Harry Potter. No one wants to listen to a review of Harry Potter. I mean, some people probably do, but they're fucking nerds. Yeah, well, that that goes right into the start of the show. Uh, other movies that came out this week in 2001 that you could have picked for, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah. I don't care about Harry Potter. I know it's I actually a big... like Harry Potter. I would, have, I would have gushed over it. Yeah, I enjoy them, but I, I don't... Like, it's not like a Spy Kids Mm. where I'm like, is this going to hold up? It's like, I know it's going to hold up and I know it's going to be good. Well, I still think Dumbledore was a big missed opportunity. Uh, what, in all the movies? I think the later Dumbledore- In every single movie appearance he has made. Yeah, he's not great. Like, a lot of people say that that first Dumbledore was good. I think he was okay. He was all right. He was all right. He was on the right lines. We didn't- Unfortunately, we didn't get to see where it was going, you know, how the character developed into this sort of... Because it's in the later books where he starts being a bit more swagalicious, you know? I mean, we could do Harry Potter on Patreon, but our next super series has already been chosen. 
it's all 12 Friday the 13th movies. Oh, yes. Mm. Oh, my goodness. That's going to be extra spooky. It'll take us probably about two years to get through. Yeah. Um, b- but we're starting that. Actually, we can say we're starting that at the start of December. But, Zach, uh, bonus episodes dropping this Wednesday. Uh, it's Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. Yep. I am responsible for this. It was a mistake that we already hadn't done it. I think we're recording that in person. We'll see. But, uh, fuck. Why did you pick? (laughs) (laughs) Because the Patreons need it. This is for the people. If there's one thing I love talking about more than Harry Potter, it's (laughs) Jesus. So this is going to be great. (laughs) Because that's that's my doppelganger. Jesus is my doppelganger. (laughs) What? I'm not even going to get into that. Your other (laughs) option was Novocaine. Uh, Steve Martin, dark comedy. He's a dentist who falls into a world of drugs, sex, murder, and Laura Dern is there. He falls into Laura Dern? Probably. Kinky. Mm. (laughs) Steve Martin? Yep. He's a swagalicious boy. He is. But do you know who's more swagalicious? The director of The Wash, who plays one of the kidnappers. What? That's right, The Wash was released November 16th in 2001, and it is written and directed by DJ Pooh. (laughs) (laughs) You took a big sip and then instantly regretted it. Ah, was not ready for that one. I should say it's not spelt P-O-O, it's uh, P-O-O-H. Yes, like the bear. Yes. Which makes sense yes. because he's working with Snoop Dogg, whose name is from Snoopy. Yes. So you got Snoopy and Pooh Bear. DJ Pooh, yeah, he's a producer. He's produced music for LL Cool J, Tupac, uh, heaps of other people. He also wrote and starred in the movie Friday alongside Ice Cube, which is a genuinely good hangout movie with rappers in it. Uh, he's also one of the writers of GTA San Andreas. Ooh. And uh, parts of GTA 5, too. Damn. Yeah. Poopy living it up. Poo baby. Uh, fucking on that honey boy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 I'm not cutting any of this. <laughs> yep. I know. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, no, no. That's some, that's some very cool stuff he's been a part of. Uh, for the cast, we've got Dr. Dre as Sean, but we will be referring to him as <laughs> Dr. Dre. <laughs> wow. Or Dre. Uh, he's one of the members of NWA, obviously the most important, uh, well, one of the, the most important early rap groups uh, of the uh, of the 80s and 90s. Um, this is pretty much his only acting role. He had a small part in a 90s action film, mm. uh, and this is his only main role. I thought he was, for a rapper who's had no acting experience, he was surprisingly good. Yeah, I was gonna say, he was, like, nearly the best actor in the film, I felt. Which, maybe it's because he's acting against like, he's acting with just all his friends. Yeah. The entire cast is just musician people. <laughs> so, yeah. you know. They're just having a fun time, and you know what? That shows. You just, you're just having a fun time. It's a fun yeah. it's a fun movie. The moment when he was like, oh, I'm really shy with the ladies, I was like, Fine. Uh, yeah, Mr. Sean Connery, alright. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just goes to show his acting prowess, I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know, he acted like he, he respected women. That was great. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, Snoop Dogg, speaking of respecting women, Snoop Dogg is in this as D Lock, uh, but we'll call him Snoop Dogg. <laughs> or Snoop. <laughs> or Snoop Doggy Dog. Or Doggy G. He was um, Snoop Lion for a bit when he did reggae music. He was Snoop Lion. Uh, he's got a new 
kids animated show on TikTok. Have you seen this? No. It's called Doggy Style. <laughs> it's him singing like educational kids songs about being nice. It's amazing. It pops up on my TikTok every now and then. I'm like, fucking hell. This is great. That's, that's so good. Oh, that that is that is some funny crap right there. Um, He's done more acting than Dre. He was in Training Day. Yeah. Uh, he's in the horror films Urban Menace and Bones, which came out uh, late 90s to a couple weeks ago um, in 2001. We might have to do a bonus battle against the two of them, maybe. Could be fun. Could be fun. Um, he continued to act. I recently saw him in a movie on Netflix called uh, Day Shift with Jamie Foxx. Um, he played a character called Big J. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard to it's hard to take the the rapper out of the game, you know. But like Snoop's actually like a pretty good actor. He's 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 he he acts. Does he act or does he just play his like his charisma is great? So I think maybe it's just that. Yeah, he's got a great charisma. No, that's what I was gonna say. He's great at acting, but he only plays the one character, yeah, exactly. which is Snoop Dogg. Mm. But he's very good at it. <laughs> um, speaking of respecting women, Eminem is in this. <laughs> I'm not going to even touch that. <laughs> what the? <laughs> he plays the character of Chris. This is his first acting role before he went to 8 Mile. He's not even credited in the credits. Wow. They really try to hide that it's Eminem yeah. for most of the movie. But you know instantly, or at least I knew instantly, I was like, oh, that's Eminem. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's very noticeable it's Eminem. But, like, did they really try and make that a reveal? I just, I think he didn't, well, because he was making 8 Mile and I think wanted some Oscar attention for that. Yeah. Maybe he told them to not credit him because he's not in the credits. No, they could have, they could have tried to make it like a reveal that, oh, it's MMM at the end. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't show his face till like the very end. very end. And even then it's like long shots or it's quite blurry. Unfortunately, MMM is way too famous now for that to be any sort of... <laughs> like, you recognize his voice instantly. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's half rapping his lines as well. He's... He is so good in this. I wish I knew that he was in this years ago, because I would have fucking loved this as a kid. Just it's Yeah, there you go. Aren't you glad I picked this? I am glad you picked it. Purely for... I mean, for Dre and Snoop, but also for Eminem being fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's kind of just unhinged. Um, comedian George Wallace plays Mr. Washington, the boss. He is in some Adam Sandler movies. He's in Little Nicky, um, and he's also in Hubie Halloween. He is pretty good, too. Yeah, yeah, I liked him. I thought he was funny. Yeah. You know, he's that hard-ass, tight-ass boss, but he also plays video games. <laughs> yes. Also just casually pulls out a gun whenever, thing, you know, to just be like, oh yeah, I have this, by the way. Yes. There's like some people uh, messing around at the front of his shop. He's like, oh, I'm pulling out my gun. Fuck off, you know? Tommy Lister Jr. is Bear. He's the co-worker, the tall, stoic co-worker. Yep. Kind of yells at a bunch of people. Um, he's from The Fifth Element. He's also done some professional wrestling. He went up against Hulk Hogan once. Ooh. Uh, and uh, he's one of the, uh, the the bigger names in this film, too. And then we've got a bunch of cameos. Uh, as I mentioned, Ludacris, who would later go to be in the Fast and Furious franchise. He's in this for a scene. Exhibit is there. Shaq shows up and breaks the fourth wall. Shaq is great. <laughs> yeah, Shaq is fantastic. But the biggest cameo is uh, the man in the trunk is played by Paulie Shaw, 
who went on this year to voice uh, Pinocchio <laughs> in that uh, weird American no, dub no, of that film up. we want to do. Shut up, Sandra. I hate you. I hate you. I was like, oh, oh, I didn't know any of this. Who is this guy? What are... No, fuck you. Okay. It was the voice actor from, from Pinocchio. No, he's done other things. He's a very annoying like person. But yeah, he's the Pinocchio and that thing that everyone made fun of for a little while. He's the actual voice actor? For the, uh, the, yeah. The one where Pinocchio is like, oh no, I'm Pinocchio. No, shut up. That's fully sure. This up. No, it's him. No way. He's in this film. He's that in this tr- Yeah, he's in this film. That's crazy. We're going to have to do that on Patreon. Yeah, we're going to have to do that stupid film. <laughs> it looks so but bad. But that's, that's crazy that he's in this film, of all people. Um, This has 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Woof. Is that the lowest rating? No. Uh, It'd be up there, but I don't think it's the lowest we've done this year. I think that might be the lowest we've done this year. I think we've uh, the last one was like 13%. What have we done this year that everyone across the board hated? It would be the animal. Oh, yeah. I think might be the lowest. But... This is definitely a critic score moment. This is a this is a critic's. The animal was thirty percent. Thirty percent. See, see. Ghosts of Mars was terrible. Twenty three. I think you might be right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause, cause usually with these terrible films, someone will give it a vouch. Yeah. But like, I don't know why this is rated so low. Freddy got fingered eleven percent. Even higher than this, and that is, like, famously hated by all critics and loved yeah. by all audience members. So, wow, amazing. Yeah, the audience score for The Wash, 64%. Yeah, audience score is much more, like, in line with what I would think, you know? Yeah, like, six, 64, I'd put a 65, you know, it's it's rather... It's like yeah. a three, it's a, it's a three out of five sort of film, 2.5 yeah. maybe, if you're feeling a little bit mean. Uh, I'd, I'd be generous. I'd say this is a 3.5. Whoa-wee! For a movie where nothing happens, a 3.5? Well, for <laughs> a non-art movie where nothing happens, 3.5 is a big call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is true. That is true. I was gonna mention that I gave Stranger Than Paradise that high score two years ago. <laughs> and nothing <laughs> happened in that film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This film costs $7 million, which makes sense. Yeah. Because it's the cast... And that's it. Yeah. Maybe you pay for the songs in the soundtrack, but I think all of the songs were produced by Dr. Dre, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, seven mil? I think that's about right. Yeah. You know, that's just, that sounds like the baseline for a movie. Uh, what do you think this made in the box office? Remember, Harry Potter came out this week. Uh, two mil. Oh, wow, you are low-balling that. Yep, look, I'm just saying, look, uh, Harry Potter came out. <laughs> what can I say, man? Yeah, this made uh, higher than you're saying. It made 10 million. Damn it. But that's not, that's not, that's not good, actually. That's quite bad. Yeah, but still made a profit, at least. And there is one tagline. Oh, there's a tagline for this movie. When you're down and dirty, (laughs) it all comes out in the wash. Uh, I don't know why this film was themed around this fucking (laughs) car wash. Oh, it's down, you know, it's down and dirty. It's realistic. Yeah, 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 I get it. But, like, change the setting. Make this 
a drive-through restaurant, does the film change? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes more sense why so many people are hanging out there. Yeah. Oh, a car wash made sense back then. I think a car wash was more prominent. Maybe. Nowadays, there's a lot of, like, you just go through the automatic car wash thing as well. But I still see places where it's, like, a big car wash sort of thing. There's quite a few around. Uh, I'm in one right now. I'm not going to ask me any questions about the fact that I'm recording uh, no, in a no, car no. wash. No, no, no. I was waiting for that that sound, that car wash sound to uh, turn off. You know, mm. the, the almost effect of the sound uh, that was put in there. I'm not doing um, any work on this one. <laughs> Fuck that. Episode 200 was two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Shit. Yeah. I thought I thought we could have a big production value. Uh, here, here, here's how it works. I'll make, I'll make the sound now, and you could just put that clip there. Yeah. Yeah. That's the sound of me in the car wash that I will copy and paste and put earlier in the episode. Oh, it's still going. It's too long for what I was doing. It's too long for how long the bit lasted, actually. It's still going though. I'm actually not going to put it earlier. I, I, I don't think I can be fucked. <laughs> Like, a car wash goes for, like, ten minutes. Like, it's a long process. So I'm going to have to make the sound effects for ten minutes. Oh, god <laughs> damn it. I'll, I'll spare you. I'm just going to go to an ad break then. And if you don't want ads, <laughs> patreon.com forward slash oldiebuddygoodypod. <laughs> so what mountain were the stones in the walls of this specific monastery mined from exactly? Wait, can my character take a dump? What's the governmental structure of every town in this entire Which magic using class is like the most attractive? I think people know how to make tunnels under their town when all they do is farm Why does the genie always me? refuse to make people fall in love with me? Like, if who hurt Poison him? rules are the same for every player race. Does that mean they all have can the same digestive system? Can my character have a pet? System? Ooh, can that pet have a pet pet? Are your players asking too many questions? Do you really know how your world works? Don't you wish there was a podcast that made this whole thing easier? Come on over to Dungeon Deep Dive, your favourite fantasy world-building podcast. Whether it's tabletop RPGs or creative writing, we do the research so you don't have to. Find us on your podcatcher of choice or on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram on at Dungeon Deep Dive. Let's get into the plot of the movie. Now, it might sound like we just went from that little bit to talking about... The movie, but no, you kept going for nine yeah, solid yeah. minutes, and I just I cut it all out. <coughs> oh God, I'm exhausted. Yeah, can we uh, can we finish up now? I'm making that sound effect for ten. We've minutes. Got to go through the really whole hurt. plot. This is uh, misery of your own making. Uh, thank goodness, there's like no plot to this movie. Am I right? It's true. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that happens, but yeah, there's not much plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was instantly confused from the get-go. Yeah. Because it opens with a Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre song. Yep. Which I was like, cool, it's them rapping in character. But then they're like, it's Snoop Dogg, it's Dr. Dre. And I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, the blur between the producers in real life and the characters that they are portraying yeah. was messy to, to, to be fair. But it is a comedy so I think you could get away with that sort of thing. Like, that's part of the, the comedy sort of thing, you know? Is, yeah. Yeah, like, it's 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 is part of the silliness. It's just a little bit silly, mm. you know? You know what would have been really good? is a movie where Keanu Reeves coaches a rap battle. Go on. It's hardball, but it's a rap battle, and he's oh, coaching these no. rappers, and you're like, Keanu Reeves, you can't rap. Oh, that'd be very funny, actually, to get, like... <laughs> 
an actor like Keanu Reeves who just can't rap. <laughs> and to make them actively rap and it being terrible. <laughs> and then have have their students be professional rappers. <laughs> professional. You got like Lil Wayne in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who pretend to not be able to rap. <laughs> And to learn from Keanu Reeves how to rap. <laughs> and obviously them being much better. Yeah. That would be funny. We call it hard rap. Mm. It's hardball, but it's rap. Hard to rap. Hard to rap. Oh, hard to rap. Yeah. It's tricky to rock a rhyme. To rock a rhyme. <laughs> that's, that is... that's the tagline. It's tricky to rock a rhyme. <laughs> it's, it's the line. It's the line from the song. Because you barely get it out on time. Uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, they, uh, have a bunch of women over in their house, and they're bloody partying. It's the start of the movie. They're partying, they're partying, they got the Funkadelics playing. Mm, that's some good music in this film. Probably the best part of the film, I think everyone can agree. There were already good songs before the film was made, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it happens when you get all these famous musicians in. It's just gonna happen. It's gonna have good music. It's true. But do you know what really would have improved this film? So what far? What would have improved The Wash 2001 with Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, <laughs> directed by DJ Pooh? Yes, that one. <laughs> if, if, if the font oh, was no. red with a blue backdrop... Yes. Almost like 3D. And whenever it transitioned, little bubble sound effects would play because it's the wash. Is that what happened? Yeah. It I played... can't remember. Yeah, it was at the start of the film. But every time they transitioned to other like text or cut away from them at the start of the film, it used bubble sound effects. That's terrible. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's really... Why didn't I get angry at that? Yeah. I should have. You were probably not paying attention at all <laughs> or listening to the music because that whole time the music's playing. So you could easily just not miss it because you're grooving to the music and watching the antics of, you know, these yep. two very famous rappers. I think I was doing that, actually. I think I was. But I noticed and I wrote down what the stupid bubbles oh, every dear. time. Ah, uh, bubble sound effects. Love them. Um, but I do bring up the fact that they were playing the music too loud and then the police came uh, because that comes back later in the movie multiple times. Yep. Actually. They they just play the music loud. They're just two boys. They got a share house. They're living it up. Dr. Dre wakes up in the morning. He's brushing his teeth. Then Snoop Dogg hands him a joint and he takes a puff and then he continues to brush his teeth. <laughs> hey, look. Their lungs may be dirty, but they're clean teeth. <laughs> clean teeth. Shine like gold. Mwah. And yes, yeah, Snoop Dogg, he works at The Wash, yeah. which is a car wash. Uh, Dr. Dre is unemployed and uh, is going to be kicked out of his house if they don't pay rent in three days. So he's like, I'm going to get a job at The Wash. Yeah. Dr. Dre's like, hey, Snoop Dogg, can you help me out? Where can I work? And Snoop Dogg's like, hey, work at The Wash, man. They need a, they need a manager. And Dre's like, all right, I'm going to get on a bus. And he gets on a bus. And we get the first fat joke of the movie. Yeah. It only took 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, he would have taken his car, but it got impounded. This whole time <laughs> we have that, like, running poor gag. Mm -hmm. Where, like, everything's breaking. A classic. Like, the water goes out, which causes problems later. Yeah. They're going to get kicked out in, like, three days. So, yeah. Yeah. And so he gets squished by a fat lady. Who gets very comfortable with him. She puts her arm around him at one point, I she think. She does put it, her arm around. I mean, it, you know, it's Dr. Dre. You look at him and you think, oh, he's got to respect women. <laughs> so 
<laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> so yeah, he gets the job as assistant manager, and uh, it was pretty easy. He just kind of shows up. He's like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, trust. <laughs> he shows up. There's a very uninterested store clerk. Oh yeah, who's just kind of a character in this film. She's there. All the women character are just kind of there. You say they're not very well respected in this film? No, they're not. <laughs> there were famous female rappers at the time that you could put Lauren Hill in this. Oh, yeah, that would have been that would have been good. No, I mean, she was I mean, the character that she played was pretty good cuz she was she was a bit of a girl boss, you know. Yeah, it's true, it's true. Like one of the the wash people tries to hit on her and she's like, "Nah, I don't want to date anyone that's earning less than me." Which <laughs> yeah. is like, "Oh, that's a bit savage." All right, calm down. Bit rude. No, she's good. She's got some good lines. It's just I wish there was any any characters in this. Uh, there's Michelle for a while, but then she leaves halfway through. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was gonna say her, but yeah, you're right. She just actually just leaves. Yeah, halfway through, and that's it. We don't see her again. So like, yeah, it's mostly male characters, which is true. This this could have had a few better female roles. Could have, could have. But what it lacks in female roles, it makes up for snarky comments by the manager, like when two guys are telling him something and he's like, Ugh, asshole and asshole like. Yeah. Oh, that's a pretty good line. I liked how a guy put wax on the gas pedal. Oh, that was, he put it on Ludacris's car. You don't do that to Ludacris. Yeah, first He's off, in Fast and the Furious. First off, you don't do that to Ludacris. Second off, you don't do that. <laughs> this whole scene is making it out to be the boss is a bit of a hard ass. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's chewing this guy out and it's like, oh, this is a tough boss. You don't want to mess with him. But that seems like a reasonable thing to chew a guy out for. Mm. You don't put wax on the gas pedal. Mm. That could kill someone. What the fuck? Why is he putting gas on the pedal? He goes to like explain himself and then the boss is like, no, I don't oh. want to hear any excuses. But I wanted to hear the excuse. Why the fuck did he put gas wax on the gas pedal? I got it mixed up. It's not Ludacris's car who gets the wax on the gas pedal. His car is the Windex on oh, the yeah, tires. Oh, yeah, that's the Windex on the that's tires. The Windex yeah, on the tires. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's right. ludicrous. This other guy, he's not even a famous rapper. You don't do that to this person's car. It's even worse. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have the Fast and the Furious franchise to know how to drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a regular joke. Yeah, yeah, they're going to crash and die. I'm just saying, what the fuck? Why did he... Like, that is, that is tantamount to, like manslaughter right there that's that's not good it's pretty terrible that's pretty bad pretty bad <laughs> it was just, just a throwaway joke but i'm like what the fuck why did they put wax on the gas pedal the general vibe at this wash is pretty fucked because you've also got that one guy going around stealing from everyone's cars he gets beaten up by Shaq, thankfully <laughs> yeah 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 thank god Shaq was here yeah to set him straight he steals from, like, one lady, and she's like, hey, my door was unlocked. He's like, I didn't take anything. And she's like, I didn't say anything was gone. And he's like, yeah, I'm, if I was going to steal something, it wouldn't be a, a couple of pennies. And she's like, fuck it, you took my money, cunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which was pretty funny. That was pretty great. Shaq picks him up and punches him into the air. He, like, throws him comically, and it makes they do a sound effect. It's pretty funny. But then Shaq looks at the camera. Yeah. Does Shaq know? Like, he knows that he's in a movie? Yeah. Wow. I think Shaq is an omnipresent being. Shaq is like an Omega level mutant, I feel. I think instead of doing the Nicolas Cage K-Drama 2 next year, we should do a whole bunch of Shaq movies. Hell yeah. Has he done enough movies? Surely. He's done the genie one at least. Hell yeah. Someone got the boo-boo. The boo-boo? 
The boo-boo. What do you mean by the boo-boo? Yeah, uh, one of the employees runs in at one point past the the boss. Yeah. And the boss is like, what the fuck are you doing? Get back to work. And he's like, I got the boo-boo. <laughs> I did not write that down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the boss is like, nah, you got the boo-boo. You get the fuck back out there, you know? <laughs> got the boo-boo my ass. And I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? I just think of this film. I don't know what the boo-boo was. Whether he had, like, injured himself or was upset. It was really hard to tell. Either way, the boss did not care. Well, there's a lot of weird stuff in this movie that happens that you would expect to be the lead-up to a joke, but then the joke never... They don't pay off in a funny way. Mm. Like, Dr. Dre gets food poisoning from a burrito, and then he shits himself all day. But yeah. there isn't a joke or a punchline there. It's just, now Dr. Dre's on the toilet. Yeah, well, there's a there's a sort of payoff, because then that lady can't piss, right? Yeah, but then we don't see her, oh no, she's gone in there sink yeah i don't know yeah there's no consequence after that it just leads to this like joke where when dr dre is shitting himself and then the toilet's clogged yeah there's no like it's no that the problem is this has no rules of three no it's like the opposite of police academy in that there is no structure, Yeah, but they're funny. Whereas Police Academy is there is too much structure and it's just not funny. Not funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's missing that third line where, like, they come into the house and, like, someone asks to use the toilet and they're like, nah, you can't, dog. <laughs> that thing has been blocked up for, for, for the last 24 hours. Yeah. Or, like, they're, like, having a chase or something with the kidnappers, right? And the kidnappers, like grab a hostage and hide in the toilet or whatever, and then they come bursting out like, oh, we're hiding somewhere else. Yeah. That would be pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd like, be a good callback. Yeah, like a callback, something funny, but no, we don't get that, and that's that's the main issue with this movie, I think, is that they, they needed a rule of three a bit more. Add a bit more callbacks, you know? I was hoping that the boss's video game skills mm. would come in handy at some point, because we have... We have, once again, the missing rules of three. We have one, we see the boss plays video games. Yes. He's playing um, uh, some shooter, I don't know which one. Yeah, he's playing some shooter, and then uh, maybe it maybe it's GTA. It didn't look like it, but it could have been, actually. Maybe. Because, remember, Dr. Pooh. Dr. Pooh. Oh, it's 2001, though. San Andreas was 2004, I want to say. I'm not sure. Yeah, but uh, you never know. It might be a similar genre-looking thing. Oh, and then when they walk into the toilet, Dr. Dre's forced to go back into the bathroom, and he's like, ah, oh, shit, here we go again. Shut up. You suck. I hate everything. It's a call forward to a game that's not out yet. <laughs> anyway, what was your point? I don't know if I had a point. <laughs> no, no. He gets kidnapped, and then he, like, calls him out for playing poorly in a video game right yeah which is the second one yeah but then nothing comes after that no i thought they we were gonna have a scene where the like one of the dumb goons had released his hands so he could play the video game yeah and they were versing and the other and then the other guy comes in it's like what the fuck you let the prisoner's hands you know you untied his hands Mm. and he's like well yeah we're playing a video game he needs his hands that could work if this was an action movie what you would do is you'd have the kidnapper is really bad at one particular move 
And he's like, you know, that's going to get you killed at some point in that game. And then later on, the kidnapper does that mistake in real life. And oh. the boss shoots him and is like, that's how you do that move, motherfucker. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah actually, uh, or, or the opposite, as in uh, the good guy tells him, it's like, oh, to dodge that move. Like, it's a fighting game. of like, you duck and then do, like, block with your elbow and punch him in the face, right? Yeah. And then the bad guy uses that later on in real life to defeat the good guy. That's a good idea. You have the opposite one of that, where the bad guy uses that. And he's like, oh, that move worked. And then that's the comedy movie version of that, where then the good guy goes, oh, shit, I told him how to do that. <laughs> yeah. That would be good. Yeah. That would be a really funny joke. But instead, nothing comes of him playing video games. Yeah, exactly. There's some setups, and then there's one mini payoff, but it's it's not really a good payoff. It needed We needed a bit more. I'm looking for a bit more. Or something more. Okay, it's time for my segment of, huh, that happened in this movie? Uh-huh. Dr. Dre is talking to his dealer. His dealer's like, I'm going to give you this bong. You're going to buy the bong for a lot of money, and then I'm going to give you the weed for free, because that way I'm not dealing weed. Isn't that uh, Snoop Dogg? That was Snoop Dogg, not Dr. Dre. I fucked it up. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Same thing, same thing. Yeah, Snoop Dogg's... Look, I only remember this because it's Snoop Dogg, and Snoop Dogg dealing in weed was was the most realistic part of this film. Let's (laughs) be real. Yeah, that's true. Um, Snoop Dogg fucks a woman in the cupboard at work. Dr. Dre listens in, Gets a burner. Oh yeah, um, that happens in this movie. <laughs> oh yeah, does he? He nearly touch himself or something? Oh god. Yeah, he starts. Yeah, that's something that would be in a normal comedy movie, but because it's Doctor Dre and Snoop Dogg, you're like, wait, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> wait, hang on a second. What's this? Okay, it's time for the third one of that happened in this movie. The previous manager before Doctor Dre was Eminem, as a guy called Chris. And Eminem is prank calling the boss, yelling that he's gonna fucking kill him, and then jumping up and down on his bed like a toddler. <laughs> and Which is... was incredible, yes. by the way. It's 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 so it's so funny. I wrote down the first time he appeared, I'm like, oh hey, it's Eminem. And then the second time it's what the fuck, Eminem? What is he doing? <laughs> yeah. He's just kind of going ape. And it's great. It's so funny. It's so funny. I enjoyed his performance a lot. It gets better at the end, and we'll talk about it, but yeah, that was yeah, yeah, very yeah. funny. There was definitely some this happened in this movie moments. But Dr. Dre, he's becoming too much of a businessman. He's becoming a prude. Yeah! One time, yeah. he gets home, and he's tired, and he wants to fall asleep, but Snoop Dogg keeps playing music really loudly, and he's like, Snoop Dogg, we used to be party bros, but now I'm gonna need you to turn that down. It's not party rock anthem time anymore. It's time for it's time for LMFAO to break up. And then Snoop Dogg's like, "You've changed. <laughs> you you were my friend two seconds ago, but now that you've asked me to turn down the music, I don't respect you and I hate you." No respect. Uh, yeah, no. Snoop Dogg's not very understanding. Bad friend. I'm gonna say Snoop Dogg. Surprisingly bad friend. No, I don't think... Oh, maybe. Who is the hero and who's the villain in this scenario? I think they're both bad friends. Yeah. But Snoop Dogg more so. Because Snoop Dogg... Obviously Snoop Dogg, he's in his place. He's in his element. He's been there for years. He's been doing these open dealings for years. He's been nicking supplies for years. Because that's happened. He has. He nicks some stuff. He gets caught... And then uh, Dr. Dre has to tell him off. 
Mm. And of course, Snoop gets offended because if it weren't for Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre wouldn't even have the job. Yeah. Let alone have the ability to fire Snoop Dogg. That's right. So Snoop Dogg's like, what the fuck? This guy's got to stick up his ass his thing. But he's literally caught on camera stealing. <laughs> yeah, he is. If you think about it from Dr. Dre's perspective, he's either got to lose his job he just got or fire his roommate, mm. which he obviously can't do because the roommate also got him his job and also is his friend. Yes. So pretty much Snoop Dogg can do anything and Dr. Dre's in a terrible s- spot. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And none of this gets resolved at the end, by the way. Oh, they just become friends again. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. They walk away as friends again. It's, yeah. Uh, Dr. Dre's like, you want to make more money, boss? Let's do a bikini car wash. And the boss is like, oh, yeah, I can see it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, here we go. This is where, Ooh, this is yeah. where the 2001 comedy comes out. Do you know what's really funny, Sandro? What's funny... Boobs! They were pretty funny. I laughed at them. I was like, ha ha ha. No. Yeah, me me and Adam Sandler were laughing up a storm. <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of nudity. Well, what happens is like he hires a bunch of white girls and then they're like doing their thing. But Dr. Dre's like, I would do this differently. And then he just puts himself into a Dr. Dre music video with us. Yes. There's twerking and... Where, um, he, where he, like, yeah, he uh, uses the power of imagination to imagine what he would do. Mm. It's a sexy music video with one lady with her tatas out. Yeah. There's some titillation in this movie. Oh, a little bit. There's a couple of sex scenes, kinda. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was surprised... I thought this was more of, like, a PG film, you know? Like, there's nothing else apart from this nudity sex- I mean, there's weed and drugs. There's weed, uh, pretty constant swearing. Yeah, alright, this is definitely (laughs) a bit more adult than I originally thought of, but it's- it's kind of like a stupid comedy, so- Yeah, it is pretty silly. I was surprised. Dr. Dre, he meets Michelle- She's uh, a lovely woman. He's like, oh my, you are attractive and also uh, a wife material. And so he tells her that uh, he doesn't work at the wash. He works in advertising or something like that. No, he's an investor. Oh, investor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he like he like quickly puts on a jacket to hide his name tag. Yeah, what a uh, yeah. You don't want to do that, Doctor Dre. Yeah, start a relationship off with deception. And wow, what happens? He tries to seduce her, and uh, Snoop Dogg, being the bad friend that he is <laughs> um yep blair's music to try and like overshadow dr dre's music he's playing yeah. like seductive jazz or whatever oh yeah and then he plays gangster rap to drown it out yes and then they keep raising the volume they're both bad friends by the way oh yeah not yeah, just yeah. snoop dog he's the uh, dr dre's also a bad friend because he Instead of resolving their issues and be like, hey man, can we turn down the music for this girl? The, you know, things. Sort it out like gentlemen. No, they just keep raising the volume against each other. So the music is so fucking loud, they can't talk to each other properly. Yeah. And then the two women from the start of the movie show up and they're like, oh, Dr. Dre, you work at the wash. And then Michelle's like, you fucking lied to me. I'm out of here. Which is fair enough. That's the correct response. Yeah, yeah. No, she was like, oh, you started this relation up by lying to me. Well, this doesn't bode well. I'm going to fucking leave. Honestly, most sensible character. Pretty true. 
and she doesn't come back ever again. No. <laughs> Another story with no with no resolution, kind of. Yeah, 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 because that was the second part. There should have been a third thing where, like, at the end, uh, D- Dr. Dre saves her, and she's like, wow, you're my hero, let's date again. And he's like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they walk away lighting up a joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? <laughs> I, could, I could write this movie in my sleep. Uh, before we get to the kidnapping, I just want to quickly mention a little piece of this movie that I love. They are really trying to hide the fact that Chris is played by Eminem. Because the police are like, alright, Eminem's out there and he's on a fucking killing spree. Have you seen this man? And they hold up a drawing and it's just a balaclava. Yeah, yeah. There's no human being behind this balaclava. It's just a picture of a balaclava. What? It's <laughs> very funny. It's very dumb. That was very funny. I laughed at that one. There weren't many moments in this movie where I laughed out loud. I kind of chuckled to myself a bit, and I was like, that's a funny line. Yeah. Because it's a very low-key comedy, but uh, that was one where I was like, that's so dumb. <laughs> I like that a lot. It was very silly. But the kidnapping, talk us through that. All right, so one day, they all wake up. It's the morning. Everything's fine. They go into work and, uh uh-oh, something's not right. Boom, smash, crash, a brick gets thrown through the window. Oh, no. And on it is written a very poorly written note telling them that someone has kidnapped their boss and demands money. Da-da-da. It has a bit of a whodunit situation where... Oh, has MMM done it? No, he hasn't mm. done it. It was actually the two rap scallions at the start of the film that were blocking the driveway. Yeah, there's these two guys. They drive up and block the driveway, and that's oh, they're evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then Dr. Dre goes up and is like, "Oh, could you please leave, sirs?" And they pull out a gun. It's like, it's like, oh, all right, all right, you stay there. Yeah. And then he goes tell the boss, and the boss is like, "Oh, they had a gun. Oh, I have a gun." I'll fucking tell him to leave. Fuck off. Yeah. And he goes and tells him to fuck off, and they do. It's great. Um, but yeah, they've kidnapped the boss. They find this out. They look at the uh, the security tapes, and they see the boss being taken away. And they're like, well, surely if they want the money from the kidnapping, they're going to call us up. So uh, they get a fat cop. Fat joke number two is the fat cop getting out of the car. The fat cop is the nephew of the boss. Yes. So there's a reason he's he's specifically the one they get in. Because otherwise they don't want to contact the cops, right? Because the note said don't get cops involved. Yeah, so they get a cop who's off duty and it's and it's yeah. it's him. But it it is still a fat joke. Oh yeah, yeah. They make they make fat jokes about him, yeah, for sure. I think his his call sign is large fry. Yes, it is. And over the cop radio, they like did you want a large Whopper with fries and a thick shake? And he's like, 10-4, copy, 10-4. <laughs> yeah. They do that right at the end in the climax, which is very funny. Yeah. This cop has just done this badass thing where he, like, arrests this maniac, which is MMM, by the way, <laughs> maniac with an AK, and he, like, ties ties him up, and then they say that line, and it's like, hell yeah, he wants that. <laughs> He's fucking earned it. <laughs> so funny. So good. It's great. So yeah, they get a call. Um, they can trace the caller ID because the 
kidnappers are idiots. And th- this was consistently funny, is one of the kidnappers knows what to do, but the one who's on the phone is just mishearing everything, and he's got the wrong, like, he's got the wrong tone of voice to be on this phone call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, he doesn't realise to turn off, like, caller ID. Yeah, and that is the director as well. That is DJ Pooh. Oh! Ah, there you go. I think I've seen DJ Pooh before. He looked familiar. Yeah, he's in a bunch of comedies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good. He was he was very good. Yeah. Um. So the kidnappers hang up because they got to get rid of the caller ID, and then they call back up, and all the time Snoop Dogg is like, "These guys are fucking idiots," <laughs> which is great because yeah, they continually fumble uh, with the lights. In fact, at one point, the bad guy asks, "Hey, could you turn it off, speaker?" I'm getting, it makes me nervous. Yeah. No, I liked when um the other guy was like, you've got to be more threatening. And so it was like, all right, hello, this is the motherfucking kidnappers and we want your motherfucking money. Yeah, <laughs> he says yeah. it in such like, a matter of fact way. I was like, that's pretty funny. That was great. It's good stuff. Oh, they um they eventually get uh, the receptionist at the car wash. Uh, what's her name? Yeah. She calls up pretending to be from the census yes. to get information on how many people are currently in the house <laughs> so they can raid the house. The Census Bureau, yeah, that was so silly. And of course, uh, Pooh is like, oh yeah, there's like four people. And he starts like <laughs> naming them all. So good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other guys are like, who the fuck is that on the phone? Fucking hang up, idiot. But it just keeps getting sillier and sillier. So the two women uh, who messed up Dr. Dre's date, they show up. One of them is having car trouble. The other one needs to go inside uh, DJ Pooh's house to use the bathroom. Well, it's fake car trouble. It's very important we point out this is fake car trouble. They're using the girls as a distraction. It's a distraction, yes. Uh, so one of them's inside, while Dr. Pooh is distracted by the one outside. And she's like, hi. My name is Sprinkle. You should let me sprinkle you sometime. <laughs> uh, Which I never want to hear. Wow. I never want to hear the, the, the word sprinkle uh, as a euphemism for coming ever again. Mm, hey, Sandy. I never want to hear that again. I'm Sprinkles. Uh, Would you like me to sprinkle on you, uh, Sandy? <laughs> So gross. Yeah, no. Uh, it was pretty silly. It was pretty funny. Very dumb. Oh, and while that's happening, Snoop Dogg's like 1920s uh, cartoon villain sneaking into the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very silly. Because the, the woman is also sneaking around the house and they untie uh, the boss mm. while Pooh is distracted. And then uh, Pooh is like, oh shit, I should get back to the hostage. Um, and so he he runs back inside. But Snoop Dogg mm. whacks him with the gun and you hear the gun go off. Oh, <gasps> no, Snoop Dogg killed a man. Uh, no, he didn't. He just, the gun went off when he pistol whipped him. But that doesn't explain the, the cartoony boing <laughs> noise that happened when the guy fell on the ground. Uh, that, that, was, that was Snoop Dogg getting a huge boner. From, <laughs> oh, that's what that was. From the action, you know? Right. So they've saved the manager. This is great. This is the end of the movie. No, it's not. Eminem's rampaging through the street with an AK-47. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a weird, like third act on this ending so it's 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 
it's great because it's literally Eminem doing the murder shit that he says he like he never got to actually make a movie a horror movie where he plays like a serial killer oh. he never got to he should have done that that would have been a great a great career move can he can he not do that right now I, he's kind of moved on from horror rap kinda I know I know but he could still make a great horror I would watch a horror movie where it's like super obvious it's Eminem because he's just like wide-eyed staring at people and is acting super creepy. Yeah. Uh, But no, I love that this is the closest we've gotten and it's him just shooting shooting people in the street with an AK. Yeah, yeah. Um, Definitely, he's a bit more serious nowadays. Well, is he? All his music is just dad jokes now. I still like it, but it's just a lot of dad jokes. It's moved on from... The young silly to to the dad silly. To the dad joke. Just puns. I'm pretty sure in one of his new songs he says, you cunts must be out of your labias, which is very stupid. <laughs> what a lad. I love I love him. What a, what a guy. Yeah. I'd I need him in more media. That's all. Well, he's good in one of two good Adam Sandler movies, which is Funny People, which is a serious film with comedy in it and Eminem's in it and he plays himself. He's also good in The Interview. Where he's on like a show and he's like, yeah, I'm gay. <laughs> and James Franco's like, what? That's <laughs> kind of a funny moment. That, that is pretty funny. That is pretty funny. Look, that would explain why I haven't seen him so much. Because I don't watch Adam Sandler movies as a principal. Yeah. Uh, every time I do, I usually regret it. So, Well, maybe we should do the Sandler-orama where we do his two good films and then... Jack and Jill and some other shit. <laughs> oh, God, that sounds painful. It'd be pretty bad. Oh. We'd have to hit a milestone just to force ourselves to do that, maybe. Speaking of forcing ourselves, let's force ourselves to end this movie. Ah, Dr. Dre wrestles Eminem. Eminem pushes him to the ground and he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. But then Snoop Dogg's like, nah, he's my homie. Yeah, don't kill my homie. That's Matthew McConaughey, actually. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Don't kill my homie, G. And then the cop, the fat cop, comes up from the side and he puts the the gun to Eminem's head. And I was like, yay, fat cop saves the day. And he's like, 469er, that's a slushy, slurpy, (laughs) and a a lunchable in the bag. And that's the... There's nothing... I mean, they're friends now again, but that's the film... Which, looking at it, there wasn't much plot here anyway to wrap up. Yep. But I would have liked something else. Maybe them hanging out at home or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like an end credits gag. Well, there is an end credits gag. There's a post credit sequence. Uh, it's a music video. Oh. <laughs> it's oh. a music video for a song. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, there was? I didn't see one in there. No, it was the music video. Yeah, yeah. And in the music video, I've got a note for the song. Ooh. The note is, Dr. Dre raps the line, top notch hose. But the way that he says it sounds like top notch hose. Mm. That's my one note on that song. <laughs> great, great. <laughs> I'd like some top nachos. Nothing wrong with that. Well, they're, they're smoking the dang kush, right? Yeah. Nachos probably pretty good. I like nachos. They're great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what are you going to rate The Wash? The Wash? Um, um... <laughs> is it an oldie or a... G- I don't know. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll rate it a goodie. Why not? I'll throw, I'll throw a goodie onto it. I would suggest this to people. I probably wouldn't watch it again. No. 
but I could suggest it to people because it was surprisingly funny. Uh, it was enjoyable to watch, but like not insanely good. No, it was it was just very okay. Could have been a lot better. Yeah, you know, I'll do it. I'll give it a goodie. Oh, you give it a goodie as well. Okay, it was. En- I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, this is definitely a borderline movie. If I recommend it to someone, I'd be like, Hey, look, you like Doctor Dre and Snoop Dogg. What if they were in a movie together? Yeah. Now here's the thing: don't expect good things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. There are known knowns Known unknowns and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The Ancient and Esoteric Order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold. All right, two goodies there for the wash. Let's move on to crossover time. All right, this is great because whatever movie we get, all we need to do is put Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and Eminem. Oh, we're just putting there. Well, yeah, okay. So we're just going to put them in a movie. I like the idea of that because they played themselves in the movie, aside from Eminem, who played Slim Shady in the movie, technically. Yes, yes. Uh, It's a random number generator. It's going to give me the number of an episode crossover between this film and that film on that episode. Uh, Episode number 39. 39, okay. That's 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 during our first year. (laughs) Yep, okay. That's a face. I think we've done this already this year, but the idea is too good to not do. Yeah, yeah. The River Wild. The River Wild. Kevin Bacon's a fucking maniac, and (laughs) they're on a raft. Oh my god, yes. A wholesome family gets escorted on a raft by Kevin Bacon, who's a fucking psychopath. Yep, so it's a remake. Yes. It's a remake of The River Wild with Kevin Bacon and Meryl Streep in it as background characters. They're in it. Yeah. As cameos. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're like the store clerks or whatever that sell them the boats. Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. And they're like, watch out mm. on these rivers. We've heard they can be a bit wild. <laughs> 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 they're like one of them, one of them's like a struggling family man. Yeah. And he wants to connect with his kids. Ooh. And so he wants to take them out on a raft. And so he's bringing his best friend along. Mm. So pretty much they they have like this plan, all right, that he's going to connect with his kids and they're also just going to like relax and drink beers together. Yeah. Uh, I would say Dr. Dre's the family man, right? He's the, yeah, yeah, no, he would be because you can't make Snoop Dogg a family man. Uncle Snoop is there yeah. to try and smooth things along, right? Well, we can have, um, we can have like Dr. Dre's wife be played by like, 
Nicki Minaj. Yeah, yeah. Or it would be pretty fucking funny if it was Iggy Azalea, but she shouldn't get any more work. So Nicki Minaj. Woof. Oh, Cheech and Chong can show up for a bit. They're like Soda Movie classic guys. The Waynes brothers can be there. Yeah, yeah, they- yeah, yeah. And um, they can be like other campers yeah. or other things that are also going for this ride. But they keep going like missing. Yes. Like these funny actors and other things go missing. And it's like, hmm, this is very weird. They all go missing when they go on this raft thing. Don't worry about it. I'm sure it's fine. So then they go on the raft. Uh, Tour guide is Eminem. Yes. He's playing like white trash, that character that he loves. Um, Yes. White trash man. And uh, yeah, he's clearly unhinged the entire time. He like when they meet up, he's like eating a raw squirrel or something. You know, that's a bit far, but also pretty funny. <laughs> so yeah, no, like us, like he's cooked it. He's eating like a cooked squirrel. Yeah, he shows up. A little nod to his big breakout song. He shows up. He goes up to a kid and he's like, "Hey, kids, do you like violence?" Which is one of is one of the opening lines of my name is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah! Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, he shows them the dead squirrel that he's cooked, and it's like, <laughs> this is how you hunted the wild. Fuck yeah. So then he goes and she tries to murder them all, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds great. And it's called The River Wild 2. Stoned edition. <laughs> mm. I don't know. Stones in the river? Stone Stones in the... I like it, I like it. Well, uh, here's the thing. Um, In July of this year, I was just on the River Wild Wikipedia page, and I saw a tab... That said future. And I was like, oh no. What? In July of this year, they announced no. they're working on a sequel of The River Wild. What? Uh, starring TV actors. Yeah? And I think it's going to be direct to streaming. Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah, they're, they're making it. Interesting. Yep. That's a, that, that's a thing. But our movie's better. Let's move on to the next segment. Yeah, yeah. Well, now that we're done with that, Sandra, it's time. Raving review. Ah, it would be rapping review. What are you doing? No, well, I'm I'm too white. Oh. Um, so. It's the part of the show where I go to Rotten Tomatoes. And I clearly don't go with the critic score this week because the critics rated this 8%. They don't know what they're doing. They're fucking rating this lower than a lot of other shit we've watched. Yeah, pretty low. It's pretty bad. But we've got the audience score, which was much more reasonable at around 60%. Yep. So we're going with them. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you out a review, Sandro, and you've got to guess what they rated this review from. A 0.5 to a 5. A 5? I also wrote one of these reviews. So you also got to guess, for a little bonus point, which one of these I wrote. There's some pretty silly ones today. Oh, so there, I, that checks out, actually. <laughs> buckle, buckle up. We have Kevin, who said, needed more whacked up M&M. We saw what Snoop and Dre was on, but I want whatever he's having. I like it, I like it. Ah, uh, that feels positive. I'll say 3.5 out of 5. It feels positive, I think. Uh, it was 3.5. <laughs> it was 3.5 out of 5. Well done. Very good, very yeah. good. I'm a cowboy. <laughs> not not like an on-the-streets rapper? No, no, I'm a cowboy. Okay. Woo-woo. 
great, great on theme. Marcus says, this movie is awesome. Just good for my money. Rocker emoji, clapping emoji, thumbs up emoji. Fucking hell. I kind of want to know when that was posted. Very recently. Oh, no. (laughs) No. Oh, that person's definitely over the age of 50, I reckon. Um... (laughs) It feels like it's five out of five. Yeah. So I'll say five out of five. Well, you're right. It's five out of five. Yes. Two for two on my fucking cowboy. (laughs) Okay. Don't know why we're going with this cowboy thing, but I'll stick with it. Uh, We have Lee who says the soundtrack is good. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, Oh, that's all? Soundtrack is good, dot, dot, dot. That's got to be negative. That's got to be a negative one. That's going to be a two out of five, Zach. Lock it in, I'm a cowboy. Mm, Yeah, well, you see, the soundtrack is good, but the rating was not. It was 0.5. Oh, I got shot. Oh, I'm the cowboy now. (laughs) Oh, it stings. This town ain't big enough for the two of us rappers. Oh, no. As the main stars of this kid-friendly film. Ah, that's what we're doing, are we? We're two rappers starring as cowboys in a film. (laughs) A film for kids. All right, this one's a this one's a bit of a long one. Bill says, <clears throat> "Just horribly produced, written and edited. What's really fascinating is just how horrible it is. <gasps> but uh, you just can't stop watching it. Uh-huh. I don't know. Snoop and Dre are all right." But really, what the fuck did I just watch? Oh, okay. I thought they would mention Eminem or something. I would agree that the, the editing wasn't very good. There was a lot of weird edits and like sharp shit where it's like, why did you edit then? Uh, it's just some weird stuff. Um, so I would actually agree with that point. But I think the, the mm. review will be a lot negative than my point, than my rating. I would say that's probably a two because they kept watching it. You know? Oh, you're very close, Sandro. It's 2.5. Oh, I just got the hat. I just got the hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. You missed. missed. Oh, I got a hole in my hat. I'm going to comically hold it up to the camera and look through the hole that was in it and go, ooh. Oh. That was close. Bob says, right after Bill, it's Bob who says, this is actually the best movie I have ever seen. Full stop. It's the best. Full stop. Wow. Yeah. That is a big call. And when big calls come big ratings. That's right, boys. This one's going straight to the top. It's a five out of five. It is a five out of five. But you you would have to be mad if Bob said this is the best movie they had ever seen and not give it a five out of five, right? Yeah, like what the also this is no one's favorite movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, incorrect. This is Bob's favorite movie. Thank you very much. Yeah, Bob loves it. Oh dear. Uh, and Joe, an eight. Your guy's rating system sucks. Take a couple of shrooms, then tell me what you think. Ooh. DJ Pooh is a fucking genius. Oh. So is George Wallace. The entire cast is a team of all-stars, and they do a great job. Wow. I mean, I'm having a look at some of these critic reviews. I've, I've actually got their page open, and yeah, it's 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 rough, man. Yep. These, these critic reviews are 
are rough. Are you saying you agree with Joe? An eight? Your guys' rating team sucks. Sucks. I mean, yeah. I just, I, I just think they're wrong. I think they've got bad taste. Um, mm. but I'm you gonna. You think they should also take a couple of shrooms, then tell, tell them what you think. I'm, I'm not gonna say that on a bloody podcast, but uh, I mean, bloody <laughs> fucking. Uh, let's just say I don't, don't agree. <laughs> what about DJ Pooh? Is a fucking genius. I think they all do do a really good job considering that none of them are, are actors first. Um, I think they're all yeah. pretty good. I'm going to say this is a solid four out of five. Which I think is what they would have rated it if they weren't compensating for the poor ratings it's that the critics gave it. Five. It's a five out of five again. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. You got I gotcha me. right at the end. Kabow. Oh, no. Boom, Kabam. boom. Oh, I've been killed. Blah. I wake up. I wake up. I was a robot? This was Westworld? Whoa. Oh my god, is that a giant mechanical spider in the distance? Oh no, it's once upon a time in the West. <laughs> it's the wicked wicked wild wild west. Wicked 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 wild wild west. Wild lot of west, not once upon a time in the West, wild wild west. That's right. That's got rapping and cowboys. That's a, a, a terrible, but yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm convinced that movie is fantastic. <laughs> I have not enjoyed... I have not not enjoyed watching that movie. Which one was my one? Uh, what was the second review? The second was Marcus. This movie is awesome. Just good for my money. I feel that, that, that's a red herring. I think yours was the Eminem one. Yours was the first one, Eminem. Mine was the first one. Oh. Mine was the first one. Well done. Well done. I honestly didn't know. I honestly couldn't figure it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, a, that was a good. That was close. I gotta, I gotta use more emojis in my reviews. Maybe, maybe you do. Maybe I won't get it that way. Anyway, um, that's the episode. That's it. That's the wash done and washed. Mm. <laughs> We're all cleaned up here. Yeah. Um, if you like the show, thank you so much for listening. First of all, uh, it really helps when uh, people tell friends about the show. So if you want to help us out, easiest way. Just tell a friend about the podcast. Um, also, rating us on iTunes and Spotify help. Thanks to everyone who's rated us on Spotify, by the way. I recently checked yeah. the, the numbers of people who have rated us on Spotify around the world, and I was like, what? That's a lot higher than I thought it was. So thanks to everyone who's doing that. Oh, it really helps out. Spotify. We appreciate it. We sh- can, we, can we look at Spotify ratings? Can we read? Uh, it's just a star rating. There's no actual review to go with it, Damn unfortunately. It. I, would, I, would love to see, I would love to see what people thought. Well, if you want to let us know what you think of the show, you can do what Aaron did and fucking email us, oldiebuttygoodypod at gmail.com. Link is also in the episode description. And we will read your stuff out. Also, comment on YouTube, but we might not check it because we got a lot of mean comments on there. Mm, no, but that's the best. We should do a we should do a podcast where one of the segments is just reading mean crap on YouTube. Well, all of them are like, I just fucking wanted to watch the movie, not listen to two dumbos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. most of them. Well, yeah, that's because it's one, it's the cesspool that is YouTube comments. Yeah, and two, it's. Those people are very stupid. <laughs> that that's also correct. Yes, but yeah, th- there's all that. If you've got some spare coinage lying around, want to support us that way, uh, we highly appreciate everyone who jumps over on Patreon.com forward slash Oldie But A Goodie Pod. You get bonus episodes. Uh, entire Police Academy back catalog is on there. All the bonus Police Academy reviews we did, and then you can also have a listen to the ones we released on the main show. Uh, that's all up there. New series on. 
uh, Friday the 13th will be going for the start of next month and then all of um, 2023 will be doing it all throughout the year at random intervals, uh, which is going to be a lot of fun. We've got a lot of those to get through. And uh, Jesus Christ, Vampire Hunter, you picked it. We're going to do it. Hey, Sandro. Mm. Do you know what else is happening? What else is happening? Well, I hear someone's playing Chair Simulator, the greatest game ever created on the stream. I might. No, I'm saying it on the podcast now that you are doing it. That means you have to do it. I did download it. All right. Well, fuck. Uh, <laughs> Twitch.tv forward slash Sandro Felcher. S-A-N-D-R-O-F-E-L-T-C-H-A-I-R. I'll, I'll, yeah, when on maybe Tuesday I can try and, I can try and play, I'll figure it out. Join my Discord and, or follow me on Twitter and I'll post when I go live. Because Zach wants me to play Chair Simulator. You know, I'm going to get 20 minutes out of that game, right? Yeah. Like, we're not going to. Yeah, oh, I'm not saying it's the whole stream. I just, <laughs> the, the, this is just an educational part of your stream. Because right. as the chairman of the, uh, Chair society, you need you need to educate the masses. Yeah. Oh, I stole one of your ideas too. So we actually recorded the Witcher episode a few weeks back, which is why we didn't mention the whole uh, <laughs> Henry Cavill being recast thing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you, you were like, you know what? When I start streaming, I'm going to play the Witcher, and then I stole that idea and I've started yeah, streaming you, the Witcher. Yeah, you, you, you were just like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna play the Witcher. Lol. I I think what happened is I forgot you said it. It was in my head. I was like, I need something to stream. Look, how about The Witcher? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I came up with this great idea. I'll stream The Witcher. God, I'm such a genius. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, fun, though. It's a No, well, is it? It's a mostly pretty broken game, but it's fun to play sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but they are remaking it, they announced. Yes. So I'm, right. not, I'm not sure if I want to play that or wait for the remaster, but I feel like the remaster's going to, like, you know make it different but i wonder if the remaster will work with the whole like different story parts because like uh the transferable saves i should say oh like like going from one to two to three yeah yeah because that's that's the part i want to do right no they might though they might though depends i mean two would be on a different engine but if it's just save files yeah yeah like if they have the same story beats they can just because all they need to say is, all right, you did this, you did this, and you did this, right? Yeah, exactly. So as long as you have those bits in the game, it should work, right? I think so. Because that would be good. I, 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 I want to play it. The problem is that combat looks, ugh, that looks painful. It's clicking simulator. Yeah. Don't miss a click, you'll die. I might, I might play that off stream. That's fair. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, speaking of off stream, the podcast. And speaking of the podcast, I'm picking next week, I think. Oh, yeah. You're going to pick some movies. We're going to do this whole podcast thing. Yeah. We have Black Knight. Oh. Martin Lawrence plays a theme park worker who is transported back to medieval England. Martin Lawrence is... I think he's in Bad Boys. He's like a comedic performer. Mm. Mm, that could be fun. The Devil's Backbone. Oh. A 12-year-old orphan makes horrifying discoveries at an orphanage during the final year of the Spanish Civil War. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know that's directed by Gamel del Toro. Oh, yeah. And I love, like, The Shape of Water and Hellboy and stuff. I think that's his mm, first. I love fucking fish. 
Gamel Del Toro, he's doing that new stop-motion Pinocchio movie for Netflix. Oh, God. I don't want to talk about Pinocchio ever in my life. Every time every time you mention Pinocchio, I lose 10 seconds of my life. Because you think about that awful film we did last year? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think about that film. No, that, that gives me life because the villain in that was amazing. Yeah, it was Darth Vader. <laughs> Hell yeah. And it was awesome. He was a great villain. I, I hope he does more villain roles in the future for Disney products. I just had a terrible idea. Yeah? What if on Patreon, because last year we ended the year with with Pinocchio. What if we do that again this year Ooh. and we review that Paulie Shaw one, yeah. this Gamel Del Toro one, and maybe the live action Disney one they put out this year? Yeah, I, um, we, could, we could do that. I, I wouldn't mind doing that. Look. Look, uh, that'll be on theme. We did Pinocchio last year. We could do some more Pinocchio this year. And we do have to review that terribly voiced Pinocchio. We do have to do that. So we may as well also do one good one and one probably fine Disney one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, that would be all right. A Pinocchio-rama. Pinocchio-rama. I do like that movie, though. I I would um probably do The Devil's Backbone so far, but are there more options? There are more options, and I would like to get to them. We have... In the bedroom. Oh, it's about a family and drama. And it's apparently great and won awards. So, please don't pick it. Okay, you know, all right, sure. Uh, Because that sounds like it was good. (laughs) Prancer returns! Can you say that again, just one more time? Prancer returns! Oh, that's... I just... The way that you said it makes me go, that sounds terrible. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's Prancer. You know Prancer from the the deer? From the reindeer of Santa? Oh, the Christmas movie. Uh, I don't know. I haven't read the synopsis. Oh. A kid finds a baby reindeer and he's certain it's Santa's Prancer. Oh, God. Well, if it's named P- Prancer, then it's probably from, from Santa. Yeah. Uh, he embarks on a journey to return the reindeer to the North Pole. Oh, it's a sequel to a film from the late 80s. Oh, God. Oh, they put out a new Prancer movie this year? Oh, my God. This is a franchise that has continued? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I don't know if it's a franchise more than it's just a random Christmas movies. Are you sure they're related? Well, Prancer and Prancer Returns are. I don't think the one that came out this year is at all. No, no. Because, like, Prancer is just one of the reindeer, right? Yeah. I, do you know anything else called Prancer? Because if someone says Prancer Returns, I'm going to think of the reindeer, right? It is the reindeer. I can confirm that, yeah. There could be a horror film called Prancer. He's going to prance ya. <laughs> <laughs> out cold. A parody of ski school movies Ooh. from the 1990s. Wait, we did um Hot Dog the Movie. Yeah, yeah, which was exactly that. This is a parody of that. Also got 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. This looks fucking terrible. <laughs> anyway. Oh, that is a shame because that could be really funny. We have Sidewalk of New York. Ooh, that's a rhyme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's about a bunch of people in Manhattan who fall in love and get up to the mischief and mayhem. Some funny stuff. Oh, funny stuff, a bit of a comedy, all right. And finally, we have Spy Game. A CIA dude finds out that his friend is in trouble over in China. Hmm. So he goes and helps him. All right, do I want to do a good... Okay, so all these films look terrible, aside from The Devil's Backbone. Oh, maybe in the bedroom. 
which is funny. Yeah, but you told me not to pick it, and I'm actually yeah, going to do what you said this time. So yeah, don't pick it. That's the only movie you're vetoing out of all of these. The, the only one you're vetoing is in the bedroom? Uh, yes. Wow. I'll say I'll watch any of these movies that you pick. Um, I mean, I do want to do The Devil's Backbone, but I'm also like... Ho, ho, ho. It's what? almost bloody Christmas time. Fuck, I should have... I was not <laughs> expecting you to pick Prancer Returns of all things. I, I can't take back my veto now. I've looked it up, and it looks absolutely just why. It's not even Christmas yet. Why did this movie come out now? I, that's something I love. I love that it's, like, directed VHS, which is funny, I love that it's a sequel to a film from the 80s that I've never heard of. I just... I know it means I'm going to have to watch the 80s. And believe me, there's nothing that I hate more than Christmas movies. <laughs> but you know what, Zach? Mm-hmm. It's Christmas time. And we've all got to step outside of our comfort zones. So, ho, ho, ho. Let's go to the North Pole. And let's do... <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. Let's do Prancer Returns, Zach. Oh, my God. Let's do Prancer Returns. This can't be as bad as the Santa Claus, right? Fuck. All right. Prancer Returns next week. Um, Fuck. Why did you pick this movie? I, I, I'm, in a, I'm in a jolly mood and I've had a couple drinks and I'm probably going to regret this tomorrow. Oh, my God. All right. Prancer Returns. Prancer Returns. Yeah, well, we're getting to the jolly season, so it makes sense. And we haven't done many Christmas movies in the 80s, you know? It's 2001 yeah. Christmas movies and and fuck. You know what? My favourite quote um, really applies well here, so I'm just going to go ahead. My favourite right. quote from the movie is... Kick your ass! I did write that down. I wrote down when the manager was gagged and he was... Yeah, yeah. The, it's, it's muffled, <laughs> but you can clearly... It's like... Hur, 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 hur. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's very obvious what he said. That was great. Well, my name is Sprinkle. Oh, you can let me sprinkle you sometime. Ho, ho, ho. And this too shall pass. Oh, that's a poo reference. That's a That's a Bible quote. No, it's a DJ Pooh reference. DJ Pooh, he's the number two DJ. Dr. Dre, the best DJ in the world. DJ Pooh, he's number two. I hope this podcast will pass. All right, bye. And DJ Khaled is like, we're the best music. DJ Pooh is like, yeah, but we're number two. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey.